podcast where four beer league players talk all things hockey, from beer leagues to the NHL and everything in between. What's up, guys? Uh, excited uh, to be back. Uh, yep. Little pregame. Tofty, do you want to give us a fridge update? <laughs> fridge no update. We need fridge a fridge update. update. I'm happy to report after three weeks. That's this is the third penalty kill episode that this has been an issue. I can finally say that my fridge is in my place and is operating correctly. Great. It's, I'm happy to finally be able to go to the supermarket. I'm happy to be able to gr like grill a steak. It's great. I'm super happy. Um, it only took three weeks, so we're back on the we're back on the grid right now. Nice. I feel like we're all happy for you. Yes, congratulations. It's yeah. big news. Thank you. I I, I appreciate this whole community being behind me. Are you uh, gonna name? Yeah, I mean, it's the best news I've heard all week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you gonna name your Am fantasy? I name my fridge? No, your fantasy hockey team after your fridge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I thought you were asking me if I'm gonna name my fridge. I could. Like, uh, I could. I could name my fantasy. I could make like some sort of fantasy name name out of the fridge. Think about it. You gotta maybe the freezer. I'll think. I'll think, think about it. it. I'll get creative. All right. So I got one thing very non-hockey related. So. For dinner tonight, I, I had leftover ground beef. Um, I was making some mm. protein uh, angel hair pasta because my son likes that and everything. And so I made it, and then I realized I had no like no sauces at all for the pasta. And so what'd you do? <laughs> I put ketchup on it, <laughs> and I'm just curious if that's super weird or just oh. a little weird. Because I didn't want to just have, like, dry noodles and pasta. You could have done, like, at least, like, butter and cheese, right? Yeah, I had, I had, I mean, I had Parmesan cheese, but, like, I like something. Wait, so you did Parmesan I feel with it's ketchup? It's fine. Yeah. Like, you're not going to win a Michelin star from that, but, like, it's fine. I don't... Like, for a, for I a will kid, say... it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's... like I'm a big, I'm a big ketchup fan, but I don't know on pasta. I don't know if I would do that. So I put ketchup on a lot of things. All right, it wasn't bad. Like I'm, a, I would much rather have some type of pasta sauce, but it wasn't bad. I I don't think it's that bad. Like I feel like I mean yeah, it's not great. Like you always would prefer an actual pasta sauce, but I mean there are worse routes to go there. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of what I was yeah, thinking. I guess I... Also thinking about, I thought you, you put ketchup. Yeah, on I burger, thought you were gonna say like, like barbecue beef. sauce or something. I did have barbecue sauce, I guess so. and I I considered it, and then <laughs> I thought that would or be mustard or something yeah. like that. That's where I thought you were going with it. Ketchup is like because there's tom it's tomato based, right? Like so. Okay, so I'm not super out of line. I think I, another question would be what kind of like is it? You just use like spaghetti, like uh, like angel hair pasta, or what kind of pasta are we talking? Yeah, about? it was angel hair. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Heinz ketchup, right? Heinz ketchup? Yeah. R.I.P. Heinz Field? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So. It's also nice to be able to participate in these conversations again after like two weeks of just sitting here quietly. Yes. we. That's true. Oh. With all of our technical difficulties. <laughs> Fingers yeah. crossed. It's, so if, uh, I seem, if, I, if I seem really off the last two weeks, that's, that's why. Like, I... For whatever reason, the podcasting hosting site we were using, which it's actually an awesome site, so I don't want to call them out by name, but it was just like I was on a 
perpetual like when i spoke it was a 10 second delay so for it to flow well i need to pre predict the future and i'm not there yet <laughs> you're not you're not me where i yeah, it was i, I know the senators definitely rough. are gonna win the stanley cup in two years <laughs> what was it it was the senator yeah. yeah i'm predicting the future yeah since senators and two yeah, yeah. I thought I thought for one second it was Senators this year. No, it was. Was it not Senators this year? No, it's no, next it year. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Next year is Senators. So. Okay. Yeah. Twenty twenty four Stanley Cup champs. On this. Yeah. We do, but oh, they're fun, young, and oh, we do. And if, we, and if we get to my, if we get to what I want to talk about a little bit in overtime, if we have time for it, they're going to be brought up again because I have, I have oh, something yeah. that. I like how we say if we have time for it, and then we'll go and film like a fifty-minute overtime. overtime. Yeah, we'll be like if, <laughs> if, if we can if we can squeeze well, it in into yeah. our two-hour. Well, that's what overtime. I mean. We're trying not to to have that long of overtime. We're not in the playoffs yet. We we need to have a limit to how long the overtimes are, but they're just fun, you know. <laughs> it's not yeah. Blue Jackets lightning out here. That's right. So, well, hey, you know, right now, if you throw uh, Ottawa Senators to win the cup, it's a thousand to one. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think we're allowed to bet. How, uh, we can't bet in Idaho. So I, what? Yeah, it's, I was. Well, I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas last weekend, and I was. What year is it over to, there? Uh, I know you're on a time difference. It's, but <laughs> we don't need to get into it's, that. It's 2008 in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I might have to send somebody some money to put. Uh, yeah, I was. Those are, those are good extra. odds. I was literally in Vegas last weekend, and the Ducks are, uh, where are the Ducks right now? The Ducks are 800 to 1 to win the cup. So I was thinking if I put five bucks down and somehow they pull it off, that would be like the greatest five bucks I've ever spent. They got to go through the Blue Jackets. <laughs> well, not till, but not till the finals, you know? So. Yeah, not right till now the finals. Oh, wait, was it, was it to make the finals or to win the finals? Probably to win it, but I'm Use, saying. Yeah. You know. This is to okay. win the cup. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah, they gotta go through the Blue Jackets. They're gonna win. <laughs> All right, yeah. the, okay. the Blue Jackets sure. are also eight hundred to one. So. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So the you're Kings saying there's three. a chance? Yeah, there is a chance. The eight hundred and one chance. <laughs> <laughs> the Kings are three hundred to one. So that's like you know. Who's got like Who's the got the old, best like, odds? Uh, the... Best odds are the Abs again. Okay. It's four He's got to go like old school football coach. Like we have a one in thirty two chance. There are thirty two teams in this league. We all have the same opportunity. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at this though. This hot take. Panthers have an eight to one. They're next. Are you joking? What? Hmm. Interesting. Avs have the best chance, followed by the Panthers. Okay, I feel like we have a new. Wow. Uh, that. I feel like we have a new overtime. Yeah, topic I think this should be our overtime topic. Yeah, maybe next episode <laughs> or after that. Because betting odds. <laughs> next episode, yeah, we'll betting be odds. Yeah, yeah. I remember looking at this before. I think there, there's a lot of different betting odds we can go off of with not even just. Stanley I Cup, but, you know, division winners and do stats not and want to give any sort of opinions on something that might cost someone money. We should just do our own. I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's there. I know. That's what I was going to say. Like during, yes. during the regular season, I like, I like sports betting during the regular season. So I will, I'll do like a weekly, it's, like, Hey, this is what I think was going to happen. And then I'm going to win. I'm going to like, I'll be losing with the viewers. Yeah. It'll be it's, great. This it's is like where you give team. false yeah. advice to like drive up the bet. <laughs> in your favor and then you do the other thing oh <laughs> no i don't get any we don't have we don't have that much team. influence I get, yet no, i don't get a, i don't <laughs> get a could, cut though. if people bet on this what, what if we set up one of the accounts you know, one of those like play money accounts 
and we pick certain bets, but then we just post them on our social media and we let our viewers vote on who let we should the viewers put the bets make the on. bet we'll, for us. And and we'll sure. see how they do. And then we can do like justify because having the internet like, make decisions to listen to for us you, you guys always works out well. Yeah. We could do a weekly parlay where we bet on like three or four teams, and if all four of those teams win, then it'd be great. If Twitch can play and Pokemon, then, they can play. And then our we'll money. take the winnings and we'll give out a jersey for free to a viewer. Penalty kill podcast jersey. That's right. Yeah. Hey, we, have a, we have a design. I, I came up with quickly. Yeah, they were they were looking pretty choice. And that pretty was good. something I did because I couldn't sleep one night. So I think if we actually put some time into it. <laughs> I think it was devastating for you because you like you put all the effort into the uh, actual sweater, and then like the first comment you got was just, uh, "I like the pants." <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that was just like a throwing. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. but we'll have to come up with those. So, all right, it's a pretty good uh, pregame. Do you want to, Adam? You yeah, want to re- recap? So, can warm, we get a final ruling up? on ketchup? Are we getting a final ruling on ketchup? Like okay, acceptable like, but not, not recommended. Acceptable but not recommended. On pasta. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I, was this it? day and age, with everything getting canceled and people being up at arms, do what makes you happy. And if your son likes it, you know I like a happy nephew, so go for it. Ketchup's fine, but it does make you right. a lot more like Papa. So I don't know if you're okay with that. Yeah, it's not going to be a regular thing. <laughs> Yeah. My family used to make a spaghetti recipe where corn was involved. Like, they would put ground beef and corn in it. I'm not saying I loved it. I'm just stating that that was something that happened in my household. That's very not Italian, but... No, they were full-on, like, from the south. Like, they came over from, like, Oklahoma, uh. like, 100 years ago. Nice. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was not guess. Italian. All right. Well, everyone feeling good? Warmed up? Good. Ready to... Get the warm-up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, everyone, in. Warm yeah. is over. Grab a drink, towel off for a second while we do a little recap of last week. So, if this is your got first time drink. joining us... Yeah, you got the drink. I got this. I, I love you the New yeah. Belgium who's our, Voodoo Rangers now. Who's our drink sponsor? I, I mean, I always drink New Belgium just because they got the coolest cans. This one's... So. I got a Mac and Jacks. Yeah. When it comes to beer, we'll be somewhat of sellout, so whoever wants to sponsor us... I'm That's drinking uh, water. I'm drinking... I had steak tonight again, so I'm drinking wine. All right, well, there you go. I feel you like go. you've been on a wine kick recently. Uh, well, I've been on a steak kick, so that also <laughs> fuels my wine kick. So <laughs> that's both. It's fair. It was when your right. fridge went out, right? Like, you were just drinking yeah, wine? Yeah, and now that my fridge is here, like, now I've been having steak, like, every night. And it's been <laughs> amazing. It's been amazing. I approve. Wine's so versatile. All right. But, all right. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, thank you for joining. Uh, go back and listen to some of the other episodes, especially if you are new to Beer League Hockey and you're looking to get started. We go over a lot of different stuff as far as equipment, how to get going, uh, the physical aspect. There's just a lot of different things that will help benefit you as you get started. Last week we talked a little bit about the mental aspect because hockey's a ton of fun. Uh, there's a lot of things to kind of overcome from you know gear and just getting into it but once you start playing there's a whole mental side of it that is can be difficult at times just because you know it's a totally different game it can be a little faster than you expect 
there's all sorts of things that can happen that kind of mess with your mind. Like I gave an example of how I went like six games in a row hitting a goalpost and it just kind of messes with your head. So we talked about how like some of the common things that you'll deal with with hockey from a mental aspect and then also how you can overcome them. Uh, so go back and listen to last week's episode. Uh, but I think that's pretty much it. And we're excited to kind of get more into this topic of how we can expand the game here for uh, for hockey just around the country, around the world. But for our 30 viewers, we'll start there. So just take it away. Yeah, welcome to Regulation. Um, yeah, kind of what, what Baldi said is we just want to talk about making the game more accessible. Um, you know, I, obviously we've said it so many times, it's the greatest game in the world. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, here it's uh, it can be quite expensive. You know, there's not a ton of rinks, there's not a ton of options for playing. And um, I think that holds some people back. So um, I don't know. I think we're just going to kind of have an open discussion about, you know, ideas we have or things we've seen where, you know, people can play hockey more, even if it's not super traditional, you know, playing in a, you know, five on five ice league, what else we've seen or what else we've done, maybe some ideas that um, we would love to see, you know, happen in our lifetimes uh, to continue to grow the game, um, especially out here, like in the States. Yeah, I completely agree. And I could, I guess I could start us off. Um, I think this is a good one, especially for um, some of us here in California, like I guess me and Baldy, we could talk about it a little bit because uh, compared to other states, California, hockey is not that prominent of a sport. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with just how popular other sports are in California. So like here in California, baseball is huge. Same with uh, football, of course. Football all over America is huge. But I think something that <clears throat> I think people could do to kind of improve um, kind of getting hockey uh getting more familiar with hockey is i think i think a lot of people don't give it a chance because hockey seems incredibly difficult i've heard that many times from people i talk to who've never even put skates on or anything and i think even just the idea of ice skating is is uh is the idea of just skating like even like during the winter time people love going ice skating and i think i feel like a lot of people have just this fear where they feel like they're going to hurt themselves during during an ice skate or something like that. And I also feel like that there's um there's like this thought where you can't really go skating unless it's like around the winter time, you know, when all of those ice rinks outside start popping up and all that good stuff. So I think that maybe a way to kind of get hockey a little more prominent is to maybe um you know, just hopefully try and tell people to go skate more. I think if if we have people that are afraid of skating i think it'd be good if maybe even as a hockey community we just say hey like it's pretty fun if you just go out there and skate a little bit it could be fun and i think once you get over that first fear of skating initially then you find that it's actually a very fun hobby um to pick up and then uh that can lead easily into hockey um and that can lead easily into um even just sports on ice in general because i just feel like it's it's just not even a it's not even, it's like in California, it's without any ice here ever. I think compared to other states, being on ice, especially playing a sport on ice, seems like a very scary thing to most people. So I think that there's limited, uh, there's limited amounts of uh, people exposed to ice sports. And I think on top of that, since there's limited exposure, there's limited hockey exposure. Yeah, 
I think those are great points, and I like love that and encourage everyone to ice skate. I think kind of on the flip side of that um, is one thing that I've seen that's worked to get people interested in hockey is doing it like off the ice. So like Adam and I worked at the Croc Center um, in San Diego. It's a big recreation center similar to the YMCA, if you're not familiar. Um, we used to play like in the basketball courts. We would, we would run camps and we would do floor hockey with the kids. Or in the back parking lot, we would do like street hockey, just no skates. You know, we just had some cheap plastic sticks and a ball and some nets, mm. um, you know, and some cheap like goalie gear um, and would have like a hockey hour where they would just run around and do it. And there were several kids that got super into playing hockey. And especially because we were, our boss was, we had a couple hockey players that were camp counselors. Um, I think that was a great way to just introduce the sport, you know, and get people to to really enjoy it without skating or without getting discouraged if they weren't a good skater. Um, so I think having more of those opportunities and Ethan, I would love to know, cause you're a teacher. Um, I don't know what like your PE programs like, or if you have any say in like what the kids can do, or if that's like even an option for you guys. Does school still have PE? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's like everything twice. gets cut these days. Sorry. <laughs> twice, twice a week. Twice a week. Um, actually, our today was the first day of school for us, so I'm I'm wiped right now. But um, yeah, we so we do actually do hockey. Um, it's just yeah, it's 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 basically floorball, and we do do there's like a big like month of PE where they do it every year, and you know the kids love it. They have a ton of fun. Um, I think just like the biggest thing is just, you know, um, there's so many paths of resistance between, you know, playing hockey and PE and like actually being on ice out here. It's like, you have to drive an hour. You have to find like a, uh, just like a free skate that aligns with your schedule. Um, so there's like, there's a lot of paths of resistance there, but, um, yeah, we do, we do just still do P hockey and PE and they have a ton of fun with it. And like my goal this year is to make sure I actually go to PE with them when they're doing it and just destroy them that's my goal absolutely nice. <laughs> i i definitely i miss it's those a days great goal yeah i remember <laughs> oh, i remember yeah. Yeah, being at the camps and and doing that and actually uh one of uh tofty my teammates i i think he's still on the the modelos tofty does is kyle still on the team yeah kyle is still on okay the team. so i don't know if you know this but kyle was actually my camper my first year as a camp counselor at the croc center so Right after I graduated college, yeah, I did. 21, he was, yeah, he was 11 or 12, something like that, and never played hockey, but he was wearing a shark's hat, so I was giving him a hard time, and then we went and played street hockey, and so I always kind of, I got to know him just because he was wearing a hockey hat, and I'd give him a hard time being a Kings fan, him being Sharks, uh, and then I'd always make sure we were on different teams, uh, but I started noticing that he actually had some skill and seemed to really enjoy it, so I kind of kept encouraging him and being like, dude, like, we got the ice rink here, like, why don't you just, you know talk to your parents and see if there's something you can do about going and and playing and he was like oh, yeah maybe i will i'll be kind of fun and you know i just kind of kept encouraging him i didn't even know that he ever did it until years later and then yeah you know, he became a pretty a pretty good player i mean he's more skilled than i am that's for sure he's still you know younger still kind of figured out some like the other things of the game but man geez i wish i had a shot that's for sure uh but it's funny like jesse said even just getting out there doing you know, running around and playing some street hockey without skates or like that, make it simple. I think with growing the game, the more we can just make it fun. 
I think is going to be one of the best things that we can do. And so doing things where it's, yeah, hey, you don't, yeah, getting into the full sport of playing and being able to practice, which is actually what we talked about last week is how to practice off ice. I just realized that I fucked up the recap of last week. So sorry about that. But we actually <laughs> talked about how you can practice <laughs> off, uh, off ice and how embarrassing. I know, right? But hey, you know, it's about owning your mistakes. So, you know, and that's, that's be a good teammate to have to overcome. Yeah. I just I just internalize my mistakes and just hate myself for weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that too. But I figured at least on air I can be more <laughs> transparent. So, but I think you know we can do stuff. You worth you know find ways to practice and get out there. Yeah, but also find ways to make it fun and get friends involved because I think people will see hockey and even if they're new to it, they'll see like oh that it looks so cool. Like hockey's a great sport. I don't think people always realize just how much fun it is to play. And that it is easier to pick up than you think. It's not an easy sport to pick up because there's so many things that go into it. But yeah, if you want to just go play some, you know, street ball or whatever, you know, all you need is a stick and a ball and to get started. And there's plenty of fun you can have with that. One of the other things I was thinking of, though, is alongside of that, of just kind of this aspect of making it fun for people to realize, like, it's just a blast to play. And we've talked about it, but I think sometimes people need to to see it so i've even had i've had invited friends to just come to games and be like yeah like why don't you just come to a game we'll go get a beer afterwards and they're like oh we had so much fun like watching it looks like such a fun sport but i also think doing more stuff where jesse's been doing for our games is getting some little recordings of it so we can kind of post and share where people would be like oh it's actually like really cool to watch you guys play or wow it looks you know more fun and gives people a little bit more insight into playing and so i know sometimes people even wear like gopros and have the action cams when they're out on the ice if they're doing like a pickup or stick time um, one of my favorite things, there's all these different uh, uh, social media accounts I'm seeing with goalies that are putting an action cam behind the net, like on the glass, but then micing themselves up. And man, some of these guys are fucking hilarious with some of the stuff because they're just always talking and commentating. And uh, it, it makes me even just watching me like, man, maybe it would be fun to try playing goalie sometime just because of like some of the stuff that they get to, you know, do and um, and just the way they kind of see the game and get a different feel for it. But I know that's my big take. I think the more we can do to try to make it more fun for people, even just from a viewing standpoint, but also like you guys were talking about, like you know, getting the play where just it is. It's it's a great game. I think people just need to realize how much fun it is to get started. It's more fun than it is intimidating. Yeah, I agree. The other thing, like I liked everything you said. Um, but no, 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 and nothing to disagree. I'm just going off on a little. <laughs> I just, I was talking from the heart. No, I'm just going off in a different direction. Like, uh, um, you know, I wish that there was because sometimes just where you live, like ice. Ethan said earlier, it's so hard to come by, and like we talked about it. What was it? Episode two, like inline hockey and like ice versus inline. Mm-hmm. inline hockey is so much fun and i also think that there's so much opportunity to have whether it's either like inline rinks or just like outdoor rinks or you know um space to play like roller hockey i think would be a huge next step like i don't know how to make that happen i'm not involved in like government or like parks and rec but you know i've seen places where they have parks where they have you know, somewhere you can play roller hockey or outdoor inline rinks. I think there's one in San Diego that Baldy and Tofty have gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking at that option, because if those are available to people, 
you know, then people like us in the community could try to organize things and help grow the game, you know, in our communities. Um, and that can expand outward. Because I, I guarantee if there was like a great place close to us where you could play inline or roller hockey, like me and Adam would be out there all the time and we probably would have already started something with like pickups or trying to do some type of clinics for youth or whatever it is. And it's so much cheaper than ice hockey that that would be a huge way to grow the game. And mm-hmm. so I think, and then I'm moving this into a, a different point as well, is that I wish like professional clubs, I knew some of them do it and the NHL would put some money into trying to grow the game, like starting with the youth and like having opportunities for them. And then also just like growing the game of NHL, which I think ESPN has done a terrible job at. Um, And I think that's an opportunity too, to get more fans and then get people to try like to start playing hockey. So I'd like to, I'd like to add something. Uh, Jesse made a good point about having more like public availability of hockey or public, um, I mean, like you said, you're not involved in government, but just having like places for hockey to occur, like some rinks or some outdoor areas at least would be great. I mean, if you think of maybe, I don't know if this is how it is in every state, but there's so many basketball courts here in California and there's so many Mm -hmm. public areas. And this rink that me and Baldy would go play at was probably what it was like a, probably for you is not that big of a drive, but for me, it was like almost a 30 minute drive from me because it's the only rink that was around me that was outdoors and was like an mm-hmm. inline rink. Um, but then I know um, if, if for anyone that is in the San Diego area, there's like some, I know I was over in North park the other day, which is kind of like Northern San Diego city area. And there's a whole facility over there that is like, they have like four arena soccer rinks, which I was like, if you make an arena soccer rink, just throw some nets out there. And then you have yourself you have yourself an inline rink too, you know? And then just take the nets off when it's like the indoor soccer time or whatever. But you then know? you'll only have three soccer fields. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with that, like, what's so frustrating is I go to parks all the time, like, because of my son. And there's most of the time, right, there's basketball courts or tennis courts or something, and they're never full. They're empty. Or there yeah. could be specific times because they even have marked times off for like sometimes tennis courts are marked off for pickleball or whatever it is. Or like you can't rollerblade on like pickleball. Yeah. Like I understand like you don't want to, it's hard to ruin tennis courts because of the surface, but even like the basketball courts, there would be nothing with how a lot of them are like outdoors. There's nothing wrong with rollerblading on them, but still they always have signs like no rollerblading or whatever it is. And it's like, it would be easy enough to just have options to play hockey or to rollerblade or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like huge, huge grass areas with so many places where like you don't need 18 soccer fields at one park, like 16 would do. And you can make one slab of cement <laughs> to play roller hockey. Yeah. Well, it's you remember it's that, such uh, like that a park. Oh, sorry, Ethan. I mean, I was going to say, it's just like such like a chicken in the egg situation where it's just like, the like interest or like the um like the investment in it is going to be driven by demand but the demand is probably going to be driven by the investment yeah. and mm-hmm. I, it's it's tough to like kind of like really figure that out and just figure out you know what needs to come first what needs to spurn it and I don't know. 
yeah you spark no, 100% it, not they're... spurn it well it's yeah because if you want people out there and you know to get out there and play and see how much fun it is where it's like oh yeah we're would be worth the investment but you actually have to be able to have a place to start yeah so it's tough yeah. uh, jesse and i had had a park that was right by us when we were growing mm-hmm. up in la quinta california by palm springs and they had a bunch of tennis courts and then for some reason they had this one tennis court that was it was like by the other ones but it was like a little bit off in a way and i, I don't know if it was supposed to be like a warm-up court for when they did tournaments or something but it wasn't like directly connected with the other ones but it was in the same vicinity and they ended up just like repainting it taking the tennis nets out and they actually made it into a public access outdoor rink uh, they didn't have boards but you know they just had the regular like tennis fence around it but they had nets and they had all the lines and everything and we used to go out there and just mess around all the time yeah. and you know scrimmage with our friends or pass around and do drills but i remember even thinking wow this was easy like it's the exact same surface and it's not the best thing to rollerblade on but it's not bad so i don't know if there's I, you know yeah go hit up your parks and rec easy. department and see if they'll convert a tennis court we'll build some more hockey facilities yeah. that's what we need i know i've thought i've, I've honestly but thought about it just like trying to get in touch with somebody and like parks and rec and be like what would it take like i don't know if they have grants or money yeah. if there's anyone listening that works for parks and rec or has any um ideas about City. what to do to get like funds or anything like that let us know yeah this is your leslie nope fill in the pit moment let's go <laughs> yeah there you go i mean it feels, time. You gotta... it feels so much like we're focusing on like you know how do we grow the game but like also like in terms of like making it more accessible like one of the biggest barriers is just how much it costs yeah. and i feel like that's just like a reality you kind of just you have to be brutally honest about that like it's an expensive sport like maintaining ice mm-hmm. is super expensive yeah. and it and you have to buy all the gear and you have to you know reserve ice time and there's just it's an expensive sport and it's like a really complicated equation because it's not like a baseball field where you just have to just show up like ice just it's just a whole different ball game yeah yeah i definitely agree with that and the one thing i'd say with that we already kind of touched on this when you're in getting started and you know and finding the right gear you know, about stuff to invest in, stuff you can maybe kind of cheap out on, but how a lot of people will sometimes be willing to help out. And I'd say, you know, if you know someone that plays, like, don't be afraid to ask, like, if they have anything extra. If they, it doesn't fit, that obviously doesn't work. But also, I think, you know, people that have been playing for a while are usually willing but to donate and help people get started. But sometimes I think, I don't always see a lot of, like, equipment exchange type of groups. And I think if we did something like that where I see people all the time being willing to, Hey, yeah, you can borrow this or you can have this. I don't use it anymore. Um, you can always resell your your gear and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think because it is an expensive sport and like Ethan said, there's no really getting around that, but you could lessen the blow in some ways. And I think the hockey community has always been really good about helping each other out, but maybe even bringing awareness to the fact that there's plenty of used gear out there that people are probably willing to sell for cheap or you know get rid of. And I, I think someone, Justin, someone post recently in the, um, in our hockey Facebook group for for our area about trying to start some sort of gear exchange. Yeah, they made a they made a Facebook group like Gear Swap, where you can either sell your gear yeah. or try to trade it if you have kids or just give it away. That's so I've seen posts awesome. like that. Also, yeah. our very own it, Ethan it makes so much sense, but... is already living by this commandment. 
Well, Ethan, have yeah, you sent well, those skates you? to Dallas yet? Have you sent the skates? Not, not yet. <laughs> oh, shoot. I look like, I look like an sure, idiot. I'm pretty sure I gave so, it until last Saturday. Yeah. So, like, we got, like, I got this massive shipment of stuff in at work for just, like, <laughs> teaching supplies. And it came with, and, like, they were going to throw all the boxes out. I was like, don't touch the boxes. I'm going to need one of them. Just, just leave them here. I'll take them home. And I have forgotten them at work, like, every single day for a week. So, backstory I is. I keep forgetting them. Ethan got new skates. He's sending one of our best friends, his old skates to try to get him to start skating with me and Baldy to play hockey. So Ethan is, is trying to spread the love to get more people to play. The I'm game. living by this. Yes. Now I have sold a lot of stuff on sideline swap, so I don't want to be full, like, you know, saint here, but yeah, that is my uh, good deed for the year. There you go. But yeah. you know how they say that it's a thought that counts. In this case, it's not. Send the skates. <laughs> I'm gonna send. Jesse them. and I really want I just, to play with Dallas, so. Yeah, no, I'm gonna send them. You. I just need. I I have the box sitting, at work. I just need to remember to bring it home one day. It'll happen soon. Okay. Yeah. One so, more thing that I want to touch on before we go into overtime. I think Jesse brought up a big point where, ESPN has given hockey. A mm -hmm. great opportunity to really be reached out to a ton of people and i think a big thing that i've heard from some people that um are kind of into hockey um but maybe haven't really embraced it completely yet is that they either a lot of people will watch it but they don't feel like they can play it or some people have only seen clips of hockey for the fights and they're like oh i'd like to see more hockey i just don't know how to watch it or i don't know rules because i can't watch <laughs> hockey and it's like now ESPN has a platform taking over the whole NHL world. They have the platform that they could really reach out to a lot more people. It's ESPN's so gigantic, yet they did a horrible job of it last year. Wasn't it yeah. during the uh, the Kraken expansion draft when the guy couldn't even remember the Flyers? He like he was just like the uh, the Philadelphia uh, yeah. hockey team. Something <laughs> like that. They, they had so many blunders during that whole thing. It was, it was, so, it was bad. so bad. Well, and then like I, well, I remember it'd be like during the heart of the season when like I think even maybe during the playoffs where like the NHL playoffs were just getting ready to start, and then. Like the Lakers, I think had already been eliminated, but there was like seven LeBron mm. posts to every one NHL post. Mm. Oh yeah, like, I counted those. I get it. He's the most polarizing athlete of our, you know, of our time right now. But still, yeah, LeBron come James. on, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's that, and it's like stuff. I'm not gonna deny it. We live in Boise, Idaho. And You're not a real Laker fan. Uh, <laughs> I am a real Laker fan. <laughs> <laughs> but we live in Boise and our blackout markets for watching ESPN plus is Colorado, Vegas, and Seattle. Mm -hmm. So we're blacked out in three markets yep. being here. And we're like seven hours from each of them. And like, I understand being blacked out in one, two seems excessive. Three is ridiculous. And it's like, why? That's it's a so California funny experience. Yeah. There. It's so funny to me that like every area has to be blacked out from something. Like, why am I in like central Western Oregon blocked out from Kraken games? Like, I am six hours away from Seattle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. You, 
it's it's just like no, you have to be blocked out from something or blacked out from something. But yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that might yeah. not have to do anything with ESPN. That might have to do more with like the other, like that might have to do with yeah, Valley like yeah. Sports yeah. and stuff. You no, know? yeah, it absolutely does. I was just, I was just ranting. Yeah. That was my side. Yeah, rant. but either way, it doesn't help Rant's the away. sport at all. Yeah. No, not you know because others. Yeah, I will say, you know who does do it right is TNT. Have you ever seen those TNT broadcasts with Wayne Gretzky and with yeah, with uh, yeah, and I love Biz, that they brought like, in yeah, and I love that they brought in Biz because they're such an audience for Spit and Chicklets. Yes, you know which I wish we had know, TSN admit, like, in the states. Oh yeah, that would be yes, TSN uh, would be would be great. But yeah, no, well, I that's think an TNT example. Does it well, yeah, that TNT and TSN, those are two examples of. Uh, networks that really do it right for hockey, you know, and we just don't yeah. have that when here yet. Yeah. Watching like our very legal streams of like World Juniors, it's just like, man, I wish I had this channel. <laughs> well, I watch twenty four seven. Totally, I have to watch legal streams. Very legal streams during the season with like all the blackouts or you know, <laughs> yeah. When ESPN, yeah, yeah just like all these legal streams. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Our our fan our fans can appreciate that we're such diehard fans that we're gonna. Find some we're legal the, streams, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to watch our team. So, also, I just, I, I was just gonna say, I wanted to add one quick side note on like the whole like hockey equipment is expensive. Like, is that me justifying that like now sticks are starting to cost like four hundred dollars? No, I just want that to be on the record. Yeah. Like, sticks are getting insane. <laughs> yeah, and you don't need to spend that much on a stick. So. You do not. No. Are if they you... really fun to use? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Well, once you're better, but. Start off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something you can uh, do. But it's a treat. It's not a, it's yeah. not a necessity. Uh, Will it break uh, after right, two what, games? Absolutely. But yep. yeah, the, the one it's on, better to, be on warranty. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, we get it from Pro Stock Hockey, though. You know, that's the thing. Have you guys noticed before I had my last little note on this? But since we brought that up with like the warranty, have you played with anyone that will exclusively buy their sticks from Pro Stock Hockey and then will intentionally break them the day before the warranty expires just to get a new one? It's like a whole thing that certain people do. I'm not. Like, what's their What's their warranty? I didn't know their warranty. I didn't know they had a good warranty. It's It's not. Like, I honestly think I. I think it's only thirty days. So they'll literally play with it. They'll like buy two sticks, and then they'll break one like on day twenty nine. So they still have a stick to use, and they'll send it back and just get the replacement. And they'll just constantly do that. So I don't know. I'm sure that they have some sort of policy where they like monitor if that happens too regularly. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just like this guy yeah, breaks like sticks the, every like twenty nine days. Play with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, the the last thing though with what Tofty was talking about with ESPN having this opportunity, and I, you know, then kind of tying it back into what we were talking about earlier with trying to make the game fun. You know, as Jesse mentioned, we used to work at this community center, um, you know, camps and had hockey, but also probably the big thing there was sports was also basketball, and we were there during the big Steph Curry boom. And just the fact that you're seeing this polarizing athlete changing the game, like was, you know, on so many national broadcasts. And, but he was also doing things on a basketball court where like the difference between like him and LeBron is that people were like, well, I can learn how to dribble and shoot. It doesn't matter how big I am. Where, you know, LeBron's just this big physical freak. And we started, I mean, I remember when I, cause I used to coach a little bit for basketball then too. And you would not teach a 10 year old to like shoot threes. And all of a sudden, like two or three years in, all the coaches are like, running certain plays for their players to, you know, do pick and pops and, you know, running plays. Broke for 2K. Something. Yeah, no, but it's, you know, but it, it changed <laughs> the game and more and more people 
not only wanted to play basketball, but they wanted to play like Steph. And I think the NHL, with you're seeing this new generation of players coming in that are not just big physical freaks, but they're highly skilled and they're doing things that you can practice, right? You're not practicing fighting or laying people out like all the time, which is a lot of times what you see for the highlights of hockey. You're seeing things like what Zegers is doing, the Michigan, and doing some of these different dekes and dangles and everything on the ice. And I think with ESPN and TNT having you know, bringing the NHL more to a national spotlight, I think being able to highlight and market your star players is a really good place to be in order to get, you know, the younger generation more into the game and being like, oh, this is stuff that's really fun. It's really cool. And we're able to do it. That's why even though I thought the cover was kind of a miss as far as what they did, but, you know, with NHL 23, I think having a young, promising, like, player that's really relatable for, you know, the younger generation like Zegers and then also having a, a female superstar player on there as well, to be like, will help grow the game. So I think more stuff like that is, I we want to be seeing more of that from the big companies and the big names that are out there in hockey. Yeah, for sure. I think also um, one thing, if you're listening to this and you're like wondering what you can do if you want to grow the game or get friends into hockey, if you live close to like a, a minor league team, ECHL team, anything like that, take your friends or family or people to one of those games. I've, mm-hmm. They're so much fun live. And like I've heard so many people become fans of hockey or just following it because they go to some of these games and watch like really great competitive hockey live. And, you know, you can get tickets for – so we have the Steelheads out here. I think I bought tickets last year for 20 bucks, um, And they're great seats because the arenas aren't too big. Um, but there's so much fun. The, the crowd gets super into it. Um, you know, I know it's starting off, it can be tough to watch hockey live if you don't know what the rules are and what's going on. But watching a game live is the greatest sport to watch live. And you will not change my opinion on that. Yeah, so much fun. And Toffee, how many people did we get to go to the goals games with us? Just invite them on Friday oh, yeah. be like, hey, it's $2 beer night. So <laughs> if, even if you don't like what you're, yeah. you're doing, at least you can get Bud Lights for $2 and have a really fun yeah. atmosphere and... We'll sing Sweet Caroline, you know, good time. Yeah, the lucky thing was like, like if since we were season tickets holders, we get like a, uh, we get like a representative, and we got to go to the Stella Lounge, which is a great spot. But um, it was nice because we could just talk to a representative, and he would be able to get us tickets for everyone that we wanted to bring, like no big deal. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty cheap; they were under like forty bucks. They're probably like twenty bucks or something. It was really cheap. I think they were really. I think they were like fifteen. Because I, I didn't yeah. do the season tickets with you guys. I would be part of that group that would go when I could. And, yeah, I think I was only paying yeah. Jorge like 15 bucks when he was getting the tickets. Yeah, it's, like, not that expensive. And for that experience, especially if you're new to hockey, I feel like that's pretty unique, you know. Yeah. I think I, if, should if, we you start were, a, if you're, like, an ex- – go ahead. I was going to say, should we start a fund for people that can be, like, hey, I want to take a friend to a hockey game. We're, like – Boom! Let's send them. Let's send them some. Like we'll cover your ticket. Take them. <laughs> but it's got to be someone we'll new. Do a sweepstakes. We'll yeah. Do a sweepstakes. So, Good idea. Yeah. And we'll send them a T-shirt so they can rock us. Penalty kill T-shirt. Also, preseason. No drinks though. Preseason games no aren't super expensive. So with the season coming up too, if you live near an actual NHL team, uh, hit up a preseason game. Hmm. All right. All right. Are we? Should we ready sound for some- the horn? Are we... Bam. Nice. Wait, 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 can we do something? Can we do a collective Ooh. horn? Oh, man. All we right. haven't done a collective horn yet. Even though do we have a delay right now on our uh, feed? We're going to find out real I think quick. We might. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if it doesn't work, we just cut this. All right, ready? All right. Here we yep. go. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right, perfect. Never do now at least again. I know that I am on a little bit of a delay. <laughs> that was awful. That was the worst it was thing in my life. We just lost yeah. like 20 viewers. That was worse than that song that's like all over the internet right now. Did you guys hear about that? There was like a there was a Reddit thread where this guy posted this song that he like said he's been having sex to to like control his rhythm, and it's just the most god awful song that you could ever imagine. That's what? a joke. Nope. Yeah. I have not heard of that at all, but I don't, don't go any further. To... I don't want any more details. I don't want to. <laughs> no. Just, just no. It this doesn't it's sound like it, it's everywhere right now. I don't know how you haven't seen it. Like it's everywhere. It's not that. And, I mean, yeah, maybe it's the most I have and just god awful it, I... song you could ever imagine. I guess it's good. I've been yeah. busy with work because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, all right. Well. So uh, let's go ahead. Overtime. Let's... Yeah. Welcome to yeah, overtime. We're in overtime right now. And uh, as usual, Tofty's got some. What do you got? What do you got for us? Hot takes. Quick... I got hot takes today, but. These should be coming to a conclusion because now the season's about to start in like about a month from now. So hopefully that, you know, once the hot takes are uh, done, then we can actually start seeing some real NHL games and we'll be able to talk about those. But right now, I just want to start by saying that our favorite goalie, our favorite retired goalie in the whole league, uh, this is some breaking news actually, as of last week. Our favorite goalie in the whole league, Ilya, Ilya Brzgolov. It's only He's game. now studying to become a cosmonaut. Okay. Interesting. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not a cosmonaut, but like he's studying cosmology now. Interesting. So that's what okay. he's doing. I saw I saw a news uh, like a little news thing that said he's starting to he's like leaving the hockey well, he's not really in the hockey world, but he's like famous in the hockey world. But you know. Alright. I yeah, just yeah, think yeah, that's interesting. Him. Yeah. yeah, but I thought that was so funny because it was like, oh, I didn't even know that. Like, I don't even know why that's news, but apparently it is. It's only yeah. game. Good to have a hobby, I guess. I love that guy, though. That's like, that's Ilya Brzgolov, the Ducks legend, the, what, Flyers legend. He's like a legend on all, a whole bunch of teams. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so we'll go into the hot takes here. So okay. let's just do the do rules it. just like last time. Let's see if these are plausible not plausible okay okay hot take number one for all okay. you islanders fans <laughs> the lot the islanders exist? will miss i don't know but we're just gonna say right we'll now they out. might not exist this season the hot take is the islanders will miss the playoffs and will trade math barzell Ooh. both oh yeah plausible that i think been kind of a they've been kind of a wreck no consistency yeah. i think it's plausible i could see like if, if they suck right. this year like he asked for a trade out mm. and then yeah. happening yeah i'm kind of thinking the same thing where i think they go hand in hand i think if they're having a good season no obviously not gonna trade them but i yeah if they're gonna miss the playoffs which i do think they improved their team this offseason but 
I don't know, they're always just a hard team to figure out because you think they're going to suck and then they make the conference finals and then you're thinking, okay, this is their year and then they suck. So that's become a roller coaster ride and I can definitely see Barzell wanting out of that situation if it's another up and down or just a down year. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd lock it in as like it's going to happen, but I'll, I'll say plausible. I can see it happening. Then, he goes, say, then he goes to I Ottawa think... and they make the finals. <laughs> I think it's... That's right. They got... I would say plausible too. I would agree with everyone. I think plausible. I think that uh, Barzell's been there for a long time, of course, and now you know the Islanders. Have, the Islanders have not really been anywhere recently in the past few years. They've always been either up or down, kind of dangerous and kind of not dangerous some years, but they've never really gone too far. This is where we find out Might one be. of our viewers is an Islanders fan, and they just. <laughs> turn us off right now and never come back <laughs> well hey if he is an Islanders fan let us know and let us know your opinion send us an email <laughs> all right next one's for red wings fans Moritz cider your boy takes a step back this season and has a lower point total this year ah <laughs> that's brutal well, what was it last I year can, yeah it was, uh yeah i was gonna look it up real so quick does anyone have so good luck Let's see i got it, it it was 50 50. 50. Okay. Did you play the full 50. season? Uh, yeah. Yes. 82 games. I think so. Seven goals, okay. 43 assists. Seven goals. Um, not possible. They improved I... their team. Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I could had... see them really racking up the assists yeah. with the team they have right now. That's why, yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, he's going to play on the power play and first line defense. I think that team's a lot. Improved. I think if he would have had more like 65 points, I could see it just where it's like maybe he doesn't need as much of the burden to facilitate and do stuff because I think he is a really solid, like overall defenseman, physical guy. But now nah, he's too skilled. He's going to have too much ice time to. I mean, maybe so if he does take a good. couple points. Yeah, no, he's. Mm. I think he's top in 60. You guys saw that yeah. video where they were on a penalty kill and he just like kept the puck for like 30 seconds? Like he just kept mm -hmm. skating around dudes. There's also that one video where he's, I don't know, There's I think it was against the Flyers. The Flyers, like, were, he just, like, basically the, just, like, shoved a guy. Philadelphia hockey team. Flying. <laughs> yeah. That one team out. He went flying. How old, how old is he? He, made, he makes it look pretty easy. He's young. I think he's, Wait, like, was that the one where the guy 21? was, like, skating yeah. over to check him? He is, and yeah, then, he's 21. And then he just, like, turns around and just, boom, decks him. Yeah. Oh, man. That's right. Yeah, he turns around and then he decks him, but like it kind of just like gives him. It looks like it gives him a little shove, but the guy just like goes flying. Yeah. All right. God. He's yeah. So I would. I would agree. I think he's gonna go nowhere but up this season. Yeah. And I thought last yeah. season was kind of like a good breakout year for him. Yeah. But okay, moving on. This one is about our favorite Panthers team, the Florida <laughs> Panthers, okay. and Bobrovsky. Well, he's on the team. Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Is there, another, is there another Panthers team that could be our favorite Panthers team? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, the Florida Panthers offseason was so bad that they are now worse and will miss the playoffs. Mm. Uh, I say yes. That is... I, I say yeah. Yeah. I don't think they missed the playoffs, but they're definitely worse and they didn't have a... Yeah, I, I don't think they're as good of a team... So, yeah. So you think they're worse, sure. but they won't miss the playoffs? Ethan thinks they will. Miss I think I'm with Ethan. I think they will miss the playoffs. I think they got pretty bad, and I think also too that was like a one-off. That was like a, like I think they got pretty lucky. Like I know, like uh, like they have a great top line, and that's very skilled. Um, but I think that maybe they've gotten a little bit 
worse to the point where they might need a little bit more help. Yeah, maybe. Could but you imagine also, how obnoxious uh, Flames fans would be if the Blue Jackets missed the playoffs, the Panthers missed the playoffs, and then the Flames made the playoffs? Like, I mean, the Flames. They would be unbearable. Yeah, but. Flames had a good offseason. How plausible would that be? Like, Panthers miss, Blue Jackets miss, Flames make. I mean, I think that's very it's plausible. plausible. It's plausible. Well, I don't think it's going to I don't think it's likely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, like, I, I think the Panthers are not as, yeah, obviously they're not as good as they were, you know, like earlier, but I just, I can't see it happening. Especially, I mean, like, they still have a really good team. Um, I think they have Barkov. You know, yeah. Amazing. Well, then, yeah. Then also, like, didn't did Aaron Eckblad play at all this last season? So, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. He still played a full. It was a season before. A little bit, right? Season, but yeah. So he's. I mean, I don't know. They still. He's. They have a lot of good. Yeah, I don't know. I think they still have too too much overall talent to yeah. miss the playoffs. Okay. But yeah, I definitely think Joe Thornton up to. See, uh, see around. He's a free agent right now, isn't he? He's a free agent right now? I don't know. Is he going to go to the Ducks? He's officially retired. No, probably goes to the Panthers. Better not go to the Ducks. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want him. (laughs) Kings. He's a free agent. No, we don't need another center. Kings. Kings. He's only 43. Yeah. Yeah, only 43. He's only 43. He's only 43. He should just be in the... some life in those legs. He should just... Star alongside uh, Mel Gibson for Fat Man too. All right, Joe Joe Thornton plays in uh, twenty games next year. Ooh, Plausible? No, he only played thirty four this past <laughs> no. year. Five goals. Unless five you assists, unless you want to take twenty games, ten, including playoffs. Because I think he only plays <laughs> if like, a team yeah. needs to sign depth for playoffs or something. So if you included playoffs, maybe, but no. Okay. Do you know what Joe yeah. Thornton's highest goals was? It's, only, it's not that high. Is it only like 32 or something like that? Because he's always just been a huge assist guy. Uh, 37. Okay. 2000, 2000. Yeah, like I knew he hadn't. Yeah, I knew he hadn't topped 40 ever. But it was like highest point total, like around 120. Uh, 114. One, one, yeah, 114. Okay, yeah. yeah. 92 assists. 10 yeah. last year. <laughs> so, anyway, what's the next one? Yeah. Next one, for the Preds fans out there, the Preds will have a huge season and will win at least two rounds in the playoffs. Two rounds. Two mm-hmm. rounds. No. Not possible. No. no. One round, yes. Two rounds? Two there rounds. Are two rounds? They're going to go to the yes. conference finals? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. If they would have said, right, yeah, they got to get past round, the... Uh, no. I think they're improved, and I think... Obviously, having really good defense, like they're a good defensive team. They got great goaltending, so I think anything's possible. But yeah, but it's still like getting yeah. past. I don't know. There's so many good teams they brought in the Forsberg West. Back. Yeah, they brought Forsberg back, but did they do? Did they add anything else? I thought they did. I thought they did a, a couple other like solid moves. They might I remember for they? sure. I just hate the, the Predators so much. I just Why? hate the Predators with a passion. I just don't care. Okay. Yeah, they, uh, they signed. They signed uh, Nino Niederreiter. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. they did. Okay. 
Yeah. Who was that? Well, other... Yossi's still great. Ha- they Forsberg. Have a... Yeah. Forsberg Ryan and Gunner. Yossi are still just dominant, yeah. too. I don't think, I don't think Duchesne Although... can have the same season, but... No. I think Duchesne's on his way out. We'll see. I will say so. that I think that they they will maybe surprise people, but two rounds in the playoffs, no. Yeah, it just depends on how they Not finish the season because it's like that's some really good teams you have to beat. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Real, real quick, Toph, did you say why you hate the Predators so much? That just seems like such a random like team to predators. hate. I don't like the Predators. Why? But why? Is there a reason? They, they There's been a few playoff uh, instances where they eliminate us like multiple times. Uh the last few years so, so it's more not a big but it's more on your a lot team of teams have done that to you yeah it's more on our team sucking but still don't like it. all right fair <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah hit us with the next if you all have right. another next one this one is for ethan actually Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah jackets legend oliver bjorkstrand oh god put up a 40 goal season with the kraken God. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a spicy one. That's brutal. Um, <laughs> I could see that happening. I would say plausible, but not likely. What? How many did he score this past year? This past year, he had like what, like I think twenty-seven, something like that. Twenty-seven. That sounds about right. Hmm. Let's see. It was high 20s. He I had 28. 28? Boom. Okay. Nailed it. Full season? I could see it happening. The only thing I have with Bjorkstrand is like every now and then, like, and he's good at so much. Like, he's an outstanding player. I'm going to miss the hell out of him. He will go like, he'll just suddenly go into a cold streak where he's just not scoring goals. And that's just what I'm worried about with him. Like, there was <laughs> yeah. a stretch last year where like it felt like he just didn't score a goal for weeks. And also, too, your boy was minus thirty-five last year. Yeah, that was like yeah, the but that's thing. Not a, like, we're not Blue questioning Jack- that, though. Yeah, he's playing Blue for Jackets the Kraken. Fans like, like, that's true. <laughs> Blue Jackets fans like clung to that minus thirty-five when they were like trying to cope with the trade. They're just like, well, he's a minus thirty-five. Yeah, but he's an amazing player. Yeah, but minus thirty-five. And so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, could happen. I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen just to see the wrenching of your soul of being like, I'm so happy for my boy, but <laughs> like, why do we get rid of him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I, I get why we, we basically got rid of him because of Johnny Gaudreau. So, I mean, it's yeah. fair. Yeah. But I guess we'll see if that's a good trade But off. still. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm going to so lock it. I'm saying, saying, I'm saying, I think it's, yeah. You're saying, I'm saying plausible. plausible. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, if, if like who else on the Kraken would score goals. <laughs> Matty Beneers. Yeah. Matt Beneers. I'm all, yeah. Right. I'm all aboard the Beneers bandwagon train. Beneers bandwagon. There you go. Yeah. I don't have a good reason for it. I just I want to see it happen. All right. Next one is going to be back to the Islanders, except we're talking about tendies now. Goalies. Okay. Um, so they have... Do they still have Varlamov? Still there, right? Do they? Pretty sure. They might. I know he got he got hurt really bad last year. What's, that, what's the take? Take is that Ilya Sorokin is going to be your starter. And he's going to carry New York 
to the playoffs, and he will win the Vesna. Oh, not likely. Gee, no. Oh, you had me up until win yeah, the Vesna. You, yeah, you had. Yeah, he's not even going to be the best goalie in New York. Yeah. Not gonna lie, you had me in the first half, but absolutely not the yeah. Vesna. That's a. Okay, but do you think Shrokin? How about this, Varlarma? He's going to achieve world peace. <laughs> uh, think Sorokin's gonna start, uh, or you think Varlamov? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with saying that. I think Sorokin's a really good yeah. goaltender. He had a good year last yeah. year. I mean, uh, I think yeah, but, man, I honestly would like to see. I'd like to see Varlamov start because I feel like he had a bad year last year because he got hurt. But I thought the year before that he did really well. Yeah, but yeah. Goalies are just a different breed. You never know. Like, it's true. Yeah. All right. Well, we have three more. All right. Let's, let's okay. Here goes let's, let's just keep firing one. them. Yeah. Victor Hedman will take back his throne as the best defenseman in the league and win another Norris next year. Mm, no. Not likely. No. Mm. Kale McCarr I don't, is here to. There's stay. too many good yeah. young D. The, here's and more my take on that is the future is now, old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Makar, it's Makar's throne. But do I think that Hedman can still win another Norris? Absolutely. He's still an incredible defenseman, and voters don't always like giving awards back-to-back. It's not always the case, but, you know, I can still definitely see him winning it. I just, but he could win it and still not be the best defenseman in the NHL just because that's how awards go sometimes, so. Man, he did have a... I'm going to say... He's really. I think people forget. Like it's. He's one of those that's been so consistently good for so long that he's just kind of gets taken for granted about how good he is and how much yeah. he produces. And I'd agree. Well, he played all eighty-two games last season. Twenty goals, sixty-five assists, uh, plus yeah, or, yeah, plus twenty-six. I'd agree. Yeah. I'd agree with Baldy. Like I, I think that. I think that, like, he still has it in him. I think he's a very dominant guy. Maybe he can get one more. But, you know, I think it might be tougher because there are a lot of other young defensemen who are just having incredible seasons. Um, But I think that Hedman is very uh, consistent, I would say. Yeah, but he'll lose out to Drew Doughty next year. And then the the Lightning could always uh, LTIR him. (laughs) Drew Doughty's going to get the Norris next year. He had thirty. He had like take. thirty-one points in thirty-nine games until he got hurt. Josh Manson out of left field. Yeah. So yeah, I think Ducks legend Josh Manson. <laughs> and, and, and Hedman's not that old, right? Isn't he only like twenty-nine? He's thirty-one. He's like 30, oh, he's thirty-one now. Okay, yeah. he's in his thirties. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever. I think he's got another one in him. He's still younger than yeah, me. Twenty-nine, no more than two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's still in his prime. All right, All right next times. one. Fire away. Next one. The Blues are going to miss the playoffs this year. Ooh. Nope, that's not it. That's false. Spicy they will make the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That is spicy. I think they make it. I, I, I think that they could. Jordan Kyrie is going to have a uh, going to have a big year. Yeah, they're going to make. They're it. they're just too deep. They're just way too deep. They had seven twenty-plus goal scores last season, and they lost one of them. But shout out still. some forty-one. <laughs> yeah, love, love me some some forty-one. Okay, so we're saying, so we're saying plausible. I like to be devil's advocate and just just feel like I would be happy if they didn't. 
I'm not saying I'm rooting for them, but yeah, I just I'm not think a Blues fan. Yeah, by they're any too means. deep. They got they got too much veteran experience on that team. Got good coach. Yeah, I'm gonna just... be a devil's advocate and say I will say that they won't make it. Let's just see if that. All right. All right. This we'll one's see. for Ethan again. Another hot take. Oh, man, why aren't we getting what? any LA Kings hot takes? Yeah, Nobody cares. Because no one cares about the Kings. The Kings <laughs> We're America's team yeah, now. The team that made the playoffs and your guys' teams didn't last year. But, okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Jackets are going to have a hot start, and they will land Tarasenko at the trade deadline. What? <laughs> Where would it even fit? Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. Up. Ethan, give us your explanation. <laughs> How are you gonna get Tarasenko? I don't know. Uh, we have a lot of young guys. Like our like our entire yeah. like our our four our like our lines right now are just filled with like young prospects for the most part. Um, like you have some vets. You have Voracek. You have Nyquist. You have you know you have Gaudreau. But like after that, it's just like all kinds of young dudes that you could definitely trade. Yeah. Do you have the cap space? Wouldn't it make more so, sense for you guys to make a splash for a defenseman at some point? If you were going to make a trade? Yeah. Yeah. But offense but wins best championships. defense is a good yeah. offense. Yeah. That's yeah. a... That's a... As the Buffalo Bills showed us in the playoffs last year. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, go too much time left on the clock. This is a hockey podcast. Too much time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't see that happening. Let's keep it professional. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do have a take though. Rule number one, go. Ethan. <laughs> yes, yeah, right, Ethan. Rule number one. But I'm saying uh, if Tarasenko gets traded, he's going to Washington. That's fair. Ooh, that's another hot take. I like that though. Yeah, yeah, I can see it happening because I think they're going to need some more upfront help and they have you know they have a relationship with making trades like that you know with Oshie and everything so. I need the Blue Jackets to reacquire Seth Jones but convince Chicago to take on all the money just eat all the money it's possible who knows what Chicago's doing <laughs> it's possible yeah so have, him, have him just give you Seth yep. Jones for cute future <laughs> let us have yep. Seth Jones yep hey you, we'll do we'll the watch a lot of them on national TV too. Blackhawks got 15 <laughs> national televised games this season it's ridiculous they do wow like this yeah. upcoming season 50. Yeah. why I, I just, probably I just to see, i can name like hey, see the other team run the score i can name ESPN. like three of their players um, ask espn yeah, it's it's espn <laughs> and, and one of them is yeah, kevin they, korchinski <laughs> it's oh man <laughs> it's a great name uh is there one more tough to you or is that you, it was that it or was, that's that's all I got for this week. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Okay. Huh? Yeah, those are those are pretty good. Yep. Well, right now we're yep. that yeah. was just over an hour. Seems like a pretty good length for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I don't it know. does seem like a good oh, length. I'm looking at it right now. I'm sorry, Blackhawks don't have 15. They have 14, the same as the Stanley Fire. Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. So that's insane. <laughs> Classic oh, ESPN. Yeah. We won't dive into this because I agree this is a good but we'll have to maybe touch on this soon because yeah they really This released is like when Duke national got TV. so many national televised games during like the Josh McRoberts years when he was like it's, their only semi decent player. Yeah. It's though so as we wrap this up since I already brought the Blackhawks, I'll give you my one other atrocity on here. 
which is, first of all, ESPN and TNT, we can go over all, but they hate every Canadian team that's not named the Maple Leafs. But especially shouting this out for Jesse because he's so high on them and thinking that they're, you know, going to be, you know, a great team winning the Stanley Cup, not this season, but next season. But regardless, they are a very fun team. They only have one national TV uh, game this season. It's terrible. Yeah. Your Stanley Cup winners are going to have one one nationally televised game this season. Well, they're not winning the what Cup this Cinderella year. Cinderella story. Right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's bad. So, but next that is year, one more. 15. That is one more than the most storied franchise in all of I hockey, which is the Montreal Canadiens. Chicago, I can't believe the this, this Chicago team is getting 14 nationally televised 14. games. 14. It's, it's yep. literally They're tied insane. for second most. So dumb. I'm curious who they're playing in those 14 because I don't know. Maybe they'll just I see it. Maybe they're just lucky right and they're just playing all these other great teams. Like if they play in Colorado for like three of them. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> just to let. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's so there's there's a. It's ridiculous what the national TV schedule looks like. So we don't have time to unpack it all. But yeah, I figured you guys would at least want to know that that. So if you're trying to scout players that maybe the Blackhawks might be looking to ship off to your team, hey, you got plenty of opportunity to watch them on national television this year. So tune in. And see who you guys can scalp from the Blackhawks for your playoff run. Yeah. I'm looking oh, yeah. at the roster, and this is like the scene from Major League where they're like, <laughs> half of these, like, this guy here is dead. Yeah. Like, that's all this is reminding yeah. me of. Do, do you remember in 2K, like NBA 2K, like 12 and 13, when they didn't have the rights to every single, like, bench player? And so sometimes you would just get rosters that would be like, pl- like player name 97 or something like that. That's yeah. why I envision the Blackhawks yeah. roster looking like. It's like you have like your three or four guys. We're that gonna see a lot of uh, Jack Johnson and Max Domi next year. Well, what was there? Yes, didn't yeah. I send you guys like records that will never be broken or something? And it was like a team winning under nine games in a season. Yeah, you sent us that the other day. Yeah, I mean, if the Blackhawks trade uh, Kane and Taves, potentially, do you think yeah. could happen? Maybe could happen. I don't know. That just seems so hard to do, though. Nine games. Yeah, but most Starting importantly, like a, I sent you. I like sent you guys that song. Percentage. I sent you guys that song that I was talking about earlier, so you should have access to that. Right. Now. That'll be our pregame for next week. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. All, All right. right. Well, fun episode, boys. And uh, yep. until next time, when after we listen to Ethan's weird sex song. Okay, no, no, it's not Ethan's. Weird. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not mine. It's some other person's on the internet. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, we'll if see. you have questions oh, about the song, about the <laughs> NHL, expanding hockey, anything like that, hit us up on social media. Email us at the penalty kill podcast at gmail.com. Um, give us a review.